0: Okay. so we're at scrumptious reads tell me about these magazines julie
1: so this is noble rot from england um they were it's all about wine mainly about wine and um a little bit about food as well now they're and they're,
0: this is not like the magazines i remember no, reading when I was no it's not like the glossies
1: at all it's quite um
0: quite matte but beautiful yeah, art and no ads lots of lots of cool pictures with the articles
1: and also noble Wright has opened up um a wine bar okay. in england uh, in london i think
0: so they're walking the walk as well as yes. talking the talk
1: yes they are actually would you be interested in like, if i gave you one of these to do a review see what you think of it because i need that for the um magazines that sure. we have yeah yeah <laughs> i oh,
0: was I supposed to do? That? <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome to podcasting, Julie. Sorry. that was, ju- that was Julie for Scrumptice Reads doing a bit of business in her a- a- in her own ad read. We'll-, we'll be back next week with some more stuff to talk about.
2: <laughs> we, we we should wrap up things that
3: we like like, like food. Uh, That's
0: what? You bugging us! Death. You're gonna be like the Partridge family, but with food! You like food,
4: don't you? you Got any white bread? Yes? Oh, white. I am the spaghetti. Duval, well, you're not the spaghetti. Too. I am the spaghetti. Let go of the lid. Just spaghetti in here. Is this organic?
3: Sure. Is it grass-fed? Yes. Cruelty-free? What's so special about the cheese
2: maker? As the saying goes, you are what you eat. And I am freaking cheese. <laughs>
1: out of bed for
0: eating crackers. How about the four bees, Mr. Taggart? I'd say you've had enough. What did would, you would you like another go either
1: read your No. I won't stuff it up again.
3: <laughs> what did you... was it were you just talking? Or were you asking questions? I was
0: asking questions and then halfway through she decided to um, <laughs> <laughs> ask someone else if they could do a review of the book. <laughs>
5: Statistical reasons,
0: turning yeah. In classic Sally form, turning away from the mind.
2: Oh, which I didn't un- even understand the statistical reasons, but I just kind of nodded because I, I was. You don't? Do you want me to speak? I don't think you meant to be speaking to me. Yeah.
0: So we got a little got a large crew here this week. The
3: pod. Are we on? Oh. oh. <laughs> Every
0: yeah, professional Sally. Yeah. And
3: we've got a delicious rosé. Yeah. Oh God, mm. that's good. So let's go around the table. We've got Morag. Miss Morag, mumsals. <laughs> no.
2: Oh, well, geez, you're only about five years behind the eight ball.
3: you like yeah. to be called now?
2: Just Morag. Uh, Colts. <laughs> Thanks. Colts. Yeah. Very grown up. Yeah, Moreg- I'm a- grown up. <laughs> I'm a baby academic now. A baby academic? Yeah. Oh. Have you
0: submitted
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, moving on along, and then we've got Danielle. <laughs> yeah, that's boring. Hello. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, that's boring. Danielle, what are you? You're a chef. What am I? What am I human? Human chef. Chef. Bloody good chef. Thank you. Do we bring up the other thing? Oh. Might be interesting oh, for people that yeah. don't know you. That's inescapable, really, because we'll probably touch on MKR tonight. Okay. Was the rival show? we um, So Danielle was on Master Chef a few years ago. Can't remember five who won, years who ago won now. that one. Kate. It's Kate from Orange. Chips. See, she was another Mrs. Average. You disappeared of the face. That's all right. You don't. Oh, oh. That's okay. We'll <laughs> cut that bit, <laughs> won't we? Of course. Sir. I don't
0: believe
3: Well, no one so. remembers. They put out their one book and then they're gone. Although I must say that Julie Goodwin looks bloody she, good. Everyone remembers her. She's lovely. Doesn't she look amazing? Yeah. 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 Anyway, and Julie, of course. Julie <laughs> from Scrumptious <laughs> Reads has decided to sit down and join us today. No wine, though. No. No. What are we going to talk about, Viso? Yeah. Call on the shots.
0: Did you watch my um, English mum's video I sent you?
3: Come on.
2: Is that a euphemism <laughs> for something? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, I think I saw that video. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: it was from Yeah,
2: right.
0: Actually, the best thing I read today was a, a guy that tried to take LSD to reset his brain because he was had, had a Excellent. fear of death. I right. right.
3: oh, don't we all have a we all have a fear of death?
0: It didn't work. I, no.
3: I'm not scared of death. Nearly I. Do you want some cheese? Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: some cheese, yeah. Yeah. Certainly not death from heart disease.
5: Yeah. So, what was his theory behind resetting his brain with LSD? Uh,
0: it was that the brain basically builds up constructs over time, mm. and uh, LSD is supposed to break them down, break down the the, the patterns like between the
2: neurological pathways.
0: Yeah, pretty wow. much. And he told a story about a couple that took mescaline on the Friday night and had an
3: mescaline, as in the letters. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you know my pronunciation is not that good. Um, uh, actually, wow, who maybe knew that
3: shit? Bit, <laughs> who knew so that shit could, could make you hallucinate? I need
0: buy a bag. Tonight. <laughs> I think go buy
3: something for the restaurant. Did <laughs> <It was rocket-y. laughs>
0: they had an epiphany on the Friday night that their marriage was a sham and that they should get divorced? And then they took it again on the Saturday oh, night.
3: They must <laughs> be in their mid forties.
0: And um, <laughs> had an epiphany that they were soulmates and were meant to be together forever. So. They, wow! Uh,
5: he came full circle. Yeah. But what about their brains?
0: Uh, well, he 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 actually it was actually a, a really quite detailed article. With you, you probably find it interesting. They're trying to do research over there, but it's hard because it's a class A listed drug. Um, about using it in psychotherapy, so they do lots and lots of counselling, and then they take LSD and and try and try and reset the brain, basically. Um, and this guy's done a study where he has had some success with it. Um, but he could only use... This, the study was very... Um, very narrow. <laughs> he could only do it with these particular um, people that had had brain problems before. He couldn't do like a wide study. But yeah, this guy took lots and lots of drugs and tried to reset his but brain.
3: What's what's work. it got to do with the muffin thing on Munchies?
0: Oh, okay. It was another Munchies link.
3: Oh. Do you, want to, do you go to Munchies' website? Oh, not very often, no. Oh, it's hilarious. I'm obsessed with it hilarious. at the moment. There are so many websites. Yeah, no, oh, but this one's particularly it's, interesting. It's okay. pretty good.
0: And it's very well presented. Even their videos are... Do you watch it?
3: No. Maybe Chef's it not out. out. Yeah. You should look out. They get a chef. This is a funny one. They get a chef and they'll... He has to take the crew out with a couple of mates out to three of his favourite places around town. And they get totally, totally shit-faced. And then they go back to their restaurant, wherever it may be, and they cook up for some friends and stuff. And then they do an interview, which they play at the front start, but the interview is done when they're really hungover at the end. And then they play it at the start. What? It's really funny.
2: Okay, you convinced me?
1: Yeah.
2: God, you don't look convinced. Well, you know, they have a podcast as well, so you can I have so it on when you're driving. Many, many
3: distractions,
2: you know, when I'm going Do you
3: have podcast. a favourite blog, though? Do you read food blogs? I don't mean to get onto food blogs so quickly, but do you read them? Any? At all?
2: Um, I do. Mostly as part of my
3: research, though. Do you have a favourite? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Are you abused <confused> about
0: anything?
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. It's very so
2: hot, hot. here. Like. Yeah. Um, mm. The one I would read probably most often is Not Quite Nigella.
5: No oh! Really? Really? Hmm. That's interesting. Wow.
0: I tend to look for. I get on. um, So my thing at the moment is soap. I want to make some soap. Cow's milk soap. When I go back to milking my cow, I can make my own cow's milk soap. And so. Why don't you
3: just be drinking it? You'll never enough to make any soap.
0: When you When you start milking properly. Have way too much milk to use. Don't
1: say that I'm here, you'll have every motherfucker reading your own
0: yeah. and a liter of bloody well, it's, milk. It's, the mil- it's not the milking <laughs> that's the problem, it's getting out to mm. Brisbane's big town. And I have very limited outside of the farm time now. So.
2: Mm. People have to come to you then, mm-hmm. when
0: not they? pretty much. But, so I've been researching milk and beeswax honey recipes and reading a thousand bottles.
3: So what's your favourite blog soft. for soap? Yeah, what is it? A DIY or something? Yeah, like there's Soap Mistress.
0: And <laughs> soap that and sounds soap like that. something totally different. Yeah,
3: it does. Do you read blogs, Dan? Not really. I'm a chef. I don't have time to do anything. Yeah, but where do you get your inspiration from? Where do you look? Um. Yeah. So you're sitting there and you go, you want to run a new menu and you're like, oh god, where do you go?
5: <clears throat> I probably go go Instagram. You know just kind of scroll through see what's happening with chefs around the world what they're doing
3: um Do read new books yeah lots of books yeah i flick through old magazines mm-hmm. i find flicking through magazines are like 15 20 years old because you know yep. food cycle psych- spi- psych- like, yeah so you always see what was in <laughs> <laughs> well. That's hey. We're all getting mess on tonight. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I
2: spend a lot more time on Instagram as well than what hmm.
5: on. But right. I am going through this phase of you know at flea markets and in op shops and stuff like that, getting really old cookbooks mm. and a lot of the stuff that um, like Margaret Fulton was so ahead of her time yeah. when she was first putting books out. It was crazy. Mm. So reading a lot of that stuff and I really love retro food. So being able to take a recipe out of a book from the 70s and kind of make mm. it relevant
3: yeah uh, it's you know, awesome yeah that's
5: where I get a lot of my inspiration and stuff from
3: yeah, yeah. I just packed my books up today and I was picking up Mrs and. Mm-hmm. that's hilarious and my mum gave me the old CWA cookery book oh. I sat down and i like, oh, do
5: <laughs> pack it away you idiot I've got an old Tony Bilson cookbook oh. from I don't know when that would have been, early 80s. Wow. That's very interesting.
0: Well, I'm in the, in the market for some advice on vegetarian cookbooks. Oh. Since I now have a vegetarian living with
3: me. Oh, what? Oh, why? How a vegetarian get back in the door?
0: We got an old parent. Oh.
3: Mm. Trying to help a little bit more. Where are you all living?
0: had one for, yeah, that's a very good point. <laughs> <laughs> We've shunted all the kids into one room. So they no longer have their own room and all in one and she's
5: wow. a vegetarian.
0: Mm,
3: yeah. Are all au pairs vegetarian? Mm-hmm. Or just all your own pairs yeah. vegetarian? <laughs> yeah.
0: Maybe it's the only ones we can attract to live out on a farm in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, right. So, mm, so that's been
3: interesting. Well, it was um, veginary. That sounds rude, doesn't it? Mm, but yeah. January was veggie month. They're all doing <laughs> Oh,
5: vegans.
3: Everyone was trying the vegan. Yeah. Veganary.
5: vegan yeah, veganary. Stop saying that. It's awful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's not really that I catchy, catchy at all. At or something. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about that the other day with Sean and he didn't know what it was. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and they lost last problem.
1: <laughs> yes.
3: Yes. <laughs> Morris,
0: <is the> looking. <laughs> well, I've never had these
1: discussions
0: on ABC radio. <laughs> <laughs> God, sir, that is
2: really me. nice rosé. <laughs>
5: <coughs> it is beautiful. So what Restable. makes the purple Fibon. vein in yeah, this what cheese? Is that funky cheese. Yeah, I like the other one better. Yeah, I like this wash rind. But what what is this?
3: I don't know. I think it's port. Oh, no, okay. Yeah.
0: Mm. Probably pierce it and then and then bath it in the port.
3: Hmm. Pokes some to into it. I don't know, That's the end one's kind of gotten rid of my taste buds. They both taste like nothing to me today. Oh, no, the other one's... Is it that That's strong? delightful. I can't really taste it. That one's so weird. Mm. Yeah. Is it a bit waxy? Oh,
2: no. No? no. It's kind of like a bit... Uh, earthy. Oh, baby. Oh, nice. so <laughs> Is it send-off? Oh, on. one oh, oh
3: kind same. of in a way, yeah. Is this your last one? Yeah. Well, last one in person. Yeah.
0: Oh, are you going to do a long distance? Yeah, you am going do it on Skype. Yeah. Have a long distance podcast. At least I'll
3: just chase you around with a microphone and we'll just interview <laughs> you while you're in <laughs> your kitchen <laughs> while you're trying to do another menu. There you go. That's a
5: great idea for a podcast. It's <laughs> real life. What
3: kitchen. are you doing? Why?
5: Oh, shit. <laughs> just get lots of so noisy. negatives. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, I don't know how, it'd be, how much fun that would be to edit
3: no. <laughs> we just wouldn't. Would you? Some rosé burn. It's delicious. It is mm. delicious. Yeah, I so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Thanks, yeah. Julie. You want break again?
4: <laughs> yeah, basically. I want break all day. Just so, Are you yeah. all right? I have seen your name I'm oh, very well. Thank you. That's good. Mm. good. Have you made English fresh English muffins?
5: Have I? Mm. Like... You know,
4: so the ones used to it's be It's not a the... trick question. Yeah, we still do. Uh, do you? Al- are they... Are they... Are they... Are they... Are Can you what? talk us through and the process? No, they're not tricky at all. It's just like a... It's kind of like a brioche without the butter.
0: Are Without the
4: butter. Yeah. Okay. So, there's still got a bit of butter in it. Butter, eggs. So you've got whole eggs in there. Flour, milk. Do you fry it before you bake it? No.
2: There you go. Oh, fry before you bake
4: it. Just bulk prove it and then
2: no, no, no. roll them out
4: flat so about that big and then we cut them out with a ring cutter. And then I put them so you get that classic, like out of the packet or, that you want with your English muffin. Mm. You just put one tray in and then put another tray above it when we bake it so when they rise they hit the top tray and they stay nice and clean and shake. Oh. Yeah,
0: because uh, the, the ones you had was sorry cow is
4: falling over. No, yeah. They so you two trays like that and then it hits and it stops and you get a nice caramelization on top. Yeah. And you roll them with... Simulina. Um, Simulina, yeah.
3: What was in your alma huffin?
4: It was like exactly like a McDonald's muffin, <laughs> like a sausage and egg muffin, but with merguez and like garlic puree with
3: coriander seeds and stuff through it. Yum.
4: It's still with American It has to have American cheese though.
3: Mm. Oh yeah, I love
4: American cheese. Nah.
2: <laughs> oh, that'd be good. good. I don't know what other cheese you put in there, though.
4: No. I feel like in things like that, you don't be a wanker with the cheese; yep. so you just get shit cheap cheese because yeah. it's good. Yeah, for that. Yeah, that's a myth. Let's face it. I feel like a gay crush thing in now. No, you do that it
3: i Good I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You know, gay <laughs> crushing. We're all so hot, we're all just sitting here going. We could tell you about the stupid dinner we went to last week. Oh,
2: yes. Yeah. Stupid
3: dinner. Mm. Oh, my God. Oh, God. I saw a post about it the bro. other day. It was at a, a cafe and they did uh, a <laughs> the straight oh. of malacca dinner. Oh, this, the one that I didn't make it. <laughs> oh, how lucky were you that you didn't <laughs> <have it? laughs> I mean,. There's being ripped off, and then there's being ripped we'll off. We'll start from the beginning. You're not making... Okay, so we get there. It's boiling, boiling, boiling hot, right? It's where is like it? It's over in um, Newstead. It's, it's called. We don't say what it's called. Oh, it's just a cafe anyway. It Doesn't matter what it's called. Some Indo- it's Indonesian, and uh, we get there. It's so hot. They don't get us nothing. No drink. They don't nothing. Get us nothing. So everyone's sitting there around. Nothing. No water, no wine being put on ice, nothing, nothing to eat, nothing. We sat like that for half an hour? Oh, nearly an hour. An hour. No. You're
0: kidding. I
3: wouldn't have sat for that Well we were we were getting a little bit antsy. <laughs> we are trying to be we we're trying to be cool, not angry. Yeah. Why are we sitting there for an hour
4: without anything? Is that because mm. they were waiting for people to Well, come because
3: yeah. we yeah. thought it was their first one, so we were kind of letting them we we're giving them a little bit of leeway. Way leeway. Anyway, and then they then they've come out going, right, we're doing the streets of Malacca and we're gonna take you to the streets of Malacca and we're gonna show you a bit of what our life's like. You know, it's gonna <laughs> be <laughs> And it's like This is, this is where I am
0: very disappointed.
3: This isn't a <laughs> And then we go there and they have they have a plate, all these oysters just with a bit of wakami well, on top. The oh, no, it's <laughs> a <plate>. Where's Malacca? <laughs> You're on your way there. So they pass us us around. So by this stage, we've just got a glass of water, no ice because they've run out of ice. (laughs) We've got our wine in a cooler but with no ice and um, at one oyster. So we're all having the oyster and we're kind of, you know, we're getting a bit ratty by this stage because it's like today, really hot. Anyway, then another, I reckon, 35 minutes goes past and they bring us out a spring roll, Chopped in half with a bit of satay sauce. Serious. <laughs> a spring <roll. laughs> One spring roll. Each. Each. And then that was it. Gone. Like a deep fried spring roll. Yeah, just a spring roll. It was nothing tasted of nothing. Like it didn't even have any flavour.
4: 35 minute spring oh. roll,
3: thank you. And wow. and then <laughs> they bought us out a chicken skewer. <laughs> more satay. With some more satay sauce. And anyway, <laughs> Just one
0: each. And
3: then they bought us a, a piece of the most overcooked pork belly you have ever eaten in your whole entire How you life. Overcooked pork belly? With some, it was just so dry, it was like they'd squashed all the moisture out of it somehow. <laughs> anyway, and then they That's put actually
0: a good effort radish
3: and some avocado or something around it. Avocado. But it was only like this big. Hang <laughs> <laughs> on. And then what was the dessert? Deconstructed... Oh, de- not de- Your favourite dessert, which yeah. we know how I Deconstructed hate. Deconstructed
1: what? Estampoed, the, the Indonesian um, icy dessert that has, like, all the jellies and beans and everything.
5: Mm-hmm. I saw a photo of this today.
3: That was inedible. And anyway, everyone around... Now, here's the worst bit about the whole night, okay? 75 bucks a head. That and Literally, there would have what? been enough food to put on a saucer. And there was no hospitality. 75 bucks. Anyway,
4: Where is this place? So
3: dessert. <laughs> everyone's eaten it. And a <laughs> That's because they're all so pissed for having not had anything to eat for
2: an hour.
3: And then she's going, the chef's going to walk around if you'd like to ask them for a recipe. <laughs> the, wow. That just... was the most disappointing thing of the whole lot, that all these people were like, whoa.
0: Instead of oh. quietly
3: fuming or... So were they such like bad
5: food. Were they all uh, invitees, maybe? The bloggers?
3: Yeah. I don't know. No, I don't think they were all bloggers. There were a couple of bloggers. Because I have oh. seen a few posts about this dinner,
5: and it's been to rave reviews. Oh, oh really? Mm.
0: Don't say.
3: Yeah. What? what?
5: Which often can... occurs. Yeah. I don't no. understand how you can do it,
0: but it's just like...
3: So all week we've been having laughs, all the girls have been running, I'm having a dinner tonight, it's the Straits of Emily, you know. <laughs> 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 they
2: had the Straits of It's just degenerating now into a general, like, let's bag.
3: No. No, no. Because no, I've, I've got one too. Oh, you got one too. Because
0: oh. I'll get seeds.
3: No, I'm not. I'm not naming any though. You've got nothing. They're not going to come after you. Oh, <laughs>
0: Okay, i oh, yeah. okay, so... I wasn't going to Some name anybody. Oh, that's
2: but, good. And I won't go into any more details. Then Imagine <gasps> being in a French restaurant where the champagne is poured into a... Jam jar. The wine glass. <laughs> a mason jar. The wine glass that's on the table.
4: There's a whole new breed of Scotty's coming out, really, isn't there?
2: What do you mean? I mean...
3: When you sit down
2: and the table's set and
3: there's a, wh- a, oh, a wine glass, yeah. a generic yeah. mm, wine. Oh, the glass great champagne is put into that glass. Was poured into mm. so well, that. Well, well,
5: well,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
5: Speaking yeah. of that, I watched the Bachelor last night and this girl was drinking red wine out of a so champagne can't flute. Can't <laughs> just that's that's like a delight. That's okay. It reminded me of else. your story. <laughs>
2: I actually think that's better than the other way
0: around. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Because the, the um, <laughs> champagne actually <will> changes <laughs> depending on what you put it in.
2: Yeah, and, and those bubbles. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> someone's got <laughs> <into> a <laughs> lot of trouble. you are all right? Talk about yourself over there.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> there's no whispering yeah. and there's a microphone. <laughs>
5: I don't think Julian. <laughs> understands Well, Julian probably won't have to. They, they, just hear, they just listen <laughs> and they'll hear here.
0: Jo- we, we need an on-air sign for Julie <laughs> I've spent two years trying to sell the at the microphone now, you'll have to spend two years trying Julie <laughs> the microphones on it's
1: actually picking up what
0: she says when she whispers in the background
4: um, It's your you fault You didn't say anything too controversial well,
0: um, My flatmate went up to Tambourine and they had lunch up there and they had what it is, a stuff on fries at the moment it seems to be oh, I doing that
3: poutine thing so that, are you doing yeah. that over there Ben you got a poutine thing going on over there yeah you just say yes come on <laughs> have you you're not putting yoghurt and rose peat or something <laughs> 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 <laughs>
5: Some, yeah pomegranate. pomegranate don't forget the there you stachios. go. There's an idea We've got for you. Come
4: on, there's you an
2: pistachios. <laughs> well,
0: Cheesey uh, buggers. <laughs> we do one with tahini.
2: The almonds. Those almonds.
1: <laughs>
0: Processed process, chopped ham and a craft slice, and then stuck in a microwave. Oh! $18. What?!
5: Because <laughs> I'm going, sometimes I wouldn't mind having that yeah. at home after
3: work. Yeah. But, but not if it's paid. And they
0: okay. they have been biking, so they'd been, you know, they'd burnt shitloads of energy and sat down thinking, oh, we'll, you know, get some. I don't know why he ordered that. Because
3: um, it probably sounded really good on the menu. Yeah. Because <laughs> it would.
0: How much time do you spend? Writing stuff to make it sound attractive. Is that,
2: a, is that actually a big thing? Yeah. Did anyone, did has anyone read the article in the it? monthly called Degustation Laconic this <clears throat> last month about menus?
3: No. About, oh, the well. academic has, you share. With
5: I don't know. The thing with menus now is I guess you want to undersell and over-deliver. Well,
3: that's <laughs> like what it was you about, kind of, three words. I think
5: that's what it comes up. with, just listing ingredients rather than actually writing a description. Well, I'm, not, I'm not big on the
4: three-word thing, though. I think that's a bit of a, It's like a shopping list.
5: Yeah.
2: And it, 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 it's not I, enough. It's not enough. I, I just... A happy I think a happy medium, meet, right? medium. Like, yeah, You Don't okay. want all that bullshit... Four adjectives. I mean, that's, you know, that's for food writers. Well,
4: I'll tell you what, probably, like, you guys critique my menu. What's it like? What's it, How does my menu read to you guys? Well,
3: it is kind Go of.
4: Go get it. Yeah, yeah, I haven't read <laughs> it in it up on your phone. It's on the <laughs> website. I have not been for a while.
0: Let's have a look.
4: do a non procedure. Yeah, like I, I would be intrigued to hear because it's kind of it's one of those things. I think you either put too much effort into it, or you don't put enough. Effort. Mm-hmm. It's no. Well, well, yeah, I don't think it. Yeah, really I think it.
0: For someone like me that goes out to eat two or three times a year max, and probably less in the last couple of years since we've had kids, the menu is hugely important because. You know, I only sort of get one crack at what I'm going to eat, mm. and I want to really be sure that what I'm ordering. Um, well, that's what I was saying to you like, last so time oh, was I'm sure when it. I went to. Um, She's a doer. I don't yeah. want to read my name. <laughs> 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 um, when we went out, and I was, I sort of, uh, I find it hard to pass up pork belly, and I really was dirty of myself that I didn't get the steak, the, the raw steak, when I went out last time. But it, it just didn't sound. I don't know, there was something the way I read, it just didn't... Grab No, it was, it was sort of like... I think maybe, I, maybe that's my squeamishness because I've never had that dish before, even though I have a lot of dishes where the steak is essentially raw that I cook at home. Yeah. Um, but, I, I, yeah, I don't know what stopped me, but something did.
4: I think it's the job of the menu, so you can look at it, to list prominent flavour profiles that are in the dishes, and it's the job of the waiter to explain the way that's yeah. executed. Course, yeah, in the yeah if excellence. people
1: are
2: interested, I mean some people like are surprised. As long as that covers the major ingredients and someone's not first
4: two words should really describe what the dish is all about. Yeah. Two or three
0: words. I reckon my wife will go with the first two words. If she sees, you know, seared duck, then Most you know, of Queensland doesn't <laughs> get past scallops, right?
4: Like if it says oh. scallops, it doesn't yeah. matter. And I didn't an experiment with this. Did I ever tell you what this? No. When we first opened the thing and I got really pissed off that you have a scallop dish on the menu and no one, it's on every table and nobody will order anything else. So they just don't see past scallops and it's like, bang, we'll have the scallops. I got so annoyed with it, with that being the crux of the sales. Like, instead of just going, oh, we're not going to sell scallops anymore, I made it sound as revolting as I possibly could. Like dead This is not even a joke, I did this. <laughs> so I, had it, I put it with caramelised blood and green, unripe almonds. Like, the descriptor yeah. was just gross. It didn't sound good at all. It tastes good. But then do the people go, out. ooh, we'll have that. Well, they didn't get past scallops. Oh, they okay. just saw scallops. And it didn't change the at all. How
2: do you order a menu in terms of what comes first and what comes last? This um, is what I like about your
5: menu, actually.
4: I try to group them. We used to do it like a list, so it was all from top to bottom where I think is a good. So it's like a dego that you can choose your own.
2: Yeah, you know I remember I mean? that, but it's not
4: anymore, is it? No, well, we separated. So it's kind of like, for a while we did snacks. And so we had the first lot on the list. Because what, actually, a long way back is probably a long story. But when we had the one menu, people would just order like duck and they'd just order stuff from the bottom. And then it was all the stuff that took time to cook. And so they'd be sitting there for 35 minutes before they got anything with all the other tables that we had and we were like, well, fuck, we need to kind of get them to order things earlier. So we go, well, we put a snacks menu in that's quick and easy and comes to the table really quickly and, and it's cheaper and people are encouraged to get it and it's all finger food. Mm. So we did that for ages and that really worked. And then I just got, them, we got annoyed with doing everything in like similar portions. You know, <laughs> you can't. So then we just split it. So it's kind of like on-train mains. But it took us ages to get there. Like, in the beginning, no one really understood. Everyone was coming to us thinking we were a steak frit joint, which we've talked about that. Before.
1: Yeah. But you yeah. were at what?
4: Like, you drugs the bistro. We were, like, a bistro. you come and have steak, fruit, and a salad, and all that sort of thing. Really? It took ages to get past that.
0: I think the other thing, too, um, again, and this is because we don't go out that much, is we're always looking for something that can be shared. Yeah. So, Nessa and I go out, we want to get something that... Um, is sort of shareable, and if it's not, then it sort of gets brushed, and then obviously we can't have the same thing, yeah. So,
3: well, you want to have as many tastes if you go into yeah, someone like right. Gerard, you want to have as many tastes. As you
4: well, can. I, I guess, long story short, sure, it's kind of they're, they're listed progressively in a way that they that would build. So, yeah. from the lightest to your palate to increasingly from cold to hot, from light on a to heavier dishes, some more umami and all that sort of thing, and then on to braces. So it's kind of, it guides you from a good place to start to a good place to end. But also, where the veggie components come into it, we kind of try to put them close to dishes that, that would go well with.
1: Yeah.
2: There's a good number of descriptions. It's good. Yeah. yeah there's oh, well, enough. There's Don't go back.
4: Go for it. I really want to know. <laughs> well,
2: well you're, you're right in that it tells you nothing about. How you don't turned. know what you're going to get. I think that's
4: the job of the waiter, yeah, and you shouldn't oversell it.
2: I agree. And some diners don't want to know. No, if I'm just dining for fun, yeah, and I like all the things that are on there and that's covered, if you're interested, you last, I don't need to, yeah, but I don't mm. need to know if because that's part of the yeah. joy of it. How oh, yeah. is it going to come out? Yeah. I agree. But if there's like well, there was recently on a menu, that's, there's a seafood broth and there's Rui and they're mentioned in the same like how are those two elements because that's alarm bells but then when it's explained that there's a a black bread crisp separating them fine but what is that going to be you know that in the seafood broth I don't
1: want that but that's the
2: only time other than that it's a surprise how it comes out and you don't need to know all those details well I would
0: never thought to ask the waiter more I guess I don't think I've ever done that I
3: think it's like how you like to eat. Like you, from you, you're a food writer, so you're actually analysing the menu. Whereas I'm just someone that loves food. So I'll just just go, ah, yum. Or I go, oh, what's a Marasa Polo? What's that? I'll have that. Yeah, I know, but it's different. Yes, I know. But you look at things differently. It's like us having that conversation about food writers think, oh, that's a great restaurant. It's like, well, it's not you're just having a good time because you went there and they know who you are. <laughs> Sorry, that happens all the time. But I think, No, 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 we've had this conversation. Oh, when like, I put my hair up, no one will recognise me. No, 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 me, I'm not, and I'm not, not talking, talking to you. I'm not talking to you, but I'm just saying we all eat differently and we all look at the menu differently. Like Biso is having a totally different, he's going out because he doesn't go out that often, so he wants to have five different things. I go out all the time, but I'm not writing about it, so I just want something different that I don't cook myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well or something new, that, or I want to see.
0: Definitely, the other thing is, I'll, I'll scan the menu and go, okay, what what can I cook at home? And whatever I can cook at home is gone. Like even if it means that I have to spend a whole day cooking, if I can cook it at home reasonably well, then it's gone. So like, I'm looking at this, and I'm going, yeah, no, I'm not cooking any of this. So you know.
4: Every now and then, I keep thinking, look, I don't know how many times i try to put chicken on it, here it never fucking works. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. We end yeah. up
5: pulling it off the menu Yeah No, where was
2: it that I had chicken? I, and I wouldn't order chicken,
5: but... where would, oh, Well, I we went out for lunch the other day, yeah, and it was was great. It was... It was like chicken used to taste like... American. And it wasn't yeah. something that I would usually order either because I'm... Either. But how was it? How was delicious. It was like the best chicken kebab. It wasn't a kebab, but with all the elements put together, it was like the best chicken kebab you would ever eat.
4: Hang on a minute. You're it talking was, about like kebab Greek shop. What yeah, about? sorry. Like a Euros kind of... So this was a deconstructed era?
5: No, it wasn't. <laughs> but that's what all the flavours were. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cool, yeah. And yeah, it was a it was it was roast. Ch- it was roasted it was chicken. A, with it was a rotisserie.
0: Where was it? Chicken. Chicken's chicken. chicken. mm. making a Billy Carr. Cool. Big
4: that's really good. It was lovely. Oh, I've been. Ben's been a good.
2: Yeah, yeah. Re- It was really good chicken. Sorry, beside. Yeah, chicken. Come back
0: to all the American.
2: Well, that's oh, nice chicken. would right. be chicken. my last yeah. No, I'm
5: really over the American food trend. Yes, I love so to eat it, but I want to see something different going on. Like, I can cook that stuff I don't at home. think
4: anyone's doing it well, though. No,
5: I don't think so Can either. we talk about the divine duck?
4: Yeah, it's
3: open. Divine duck.
4: <laughs> don't get me in trouble.
3: Yeah.
5: <laughs> What's the
3: divine duck? <laughs>
4: No one knows because it's not.
0: Well, the, the one I, the, the bird that I really want to try is goose. Is goose
5: going to
4: cook Yeah. With. I've only no, cooked
5: it please.
4: once. I've only cooked it once. But we went to get to this last weekend and my supplier said he was going to get it lied to us about the price. He said 36 bird and we're like, yes. That's three kilo birds, right? 36 kilos, yeah. so you're like 100 bucks
5: and, no. so. and it's well worth it if you like to try wow. something different. And
4: it's, well, good it's a good dish. So yeah. We're going to do it. Yeah. I'm stewing. We didn't get it. The That's only way bad. I've been doing it is I've got a lady little
0: sell me who's nice. I'll raise them.
5: Do it. Oh, I did that with uh, I did that with turkeys a couple of years ago and ducks, and it's the best thing you'll ever do. I've,
0: I've done it with chicken and ducks before, yep. but I find ducks um, no. I love duck. We eat duck mm. every day of the week. But man, it's a lot of work. It's <laughs> a lot of work for
5: free. I can pluck a free. turkey in 15 minutes. But a mate, duck, it takes me a good hour. Yeah, like, it's horrible. <laughs> like did you jam- say
4: you can pluck a turkey in 15 minutes? Yeah. I'll remember that. <laughs> <laughs>
5: it
1: is. a lot of practice that, that, that I had. <laughs> <laughs> I <want> <laughs> we,
5: yeah, no, seriously. But ducks, because i got all those feathers, and if you don't get them at we the right time... you want to a turkey? I just... We... <laughs> <laughs> My yeah, so I raised turkeys for a while. As a kid? No, as an adult, oh. I went through this phase, right? So it was like I only want to eat, you know, stuff that I grew
0: myself. Stuff yeah, well,
5: not even that, but like it just ethically <laughs> raised stuff. Yeah. Okay, and so I went through this Family process of like, I if I what need, is this one? if I can't yeah. raise an animal and kill it to eat it, then I need to rethink my meat eating situation and it was quite an experience but then it actually becomes something I love and I love the birds but I loved eating as well so it wasn't a problem for me because I knew that they got to run around and you know have fun and all this sort of stuff So we went from turkeys to ducks. I really wanted to do geese, but they're too loud, and I don't spend enough time at home that they wouldn't attack me when I came home at night. Well, now now I I do. This was beforehand. This was the previous life. Yes, and I didn't spend enough time at home that the that the geese wouldn't attack me if I came home late at night. Well, see
0: that that's the other thing that's holding me back is I've got three very small children. Yeah, and they're just getting to the stage now where chickens don't face them. Mm. If I can imagine a goose that's twice their height running yep. at them, his angry would freak them out.
5: And now. they can be quite aggressive. They're, I was attacked by a as a child and it's stuck with
1: me. Yeah. We, we used to, to use them, them as guard dogs. As yeah. Dogs. What? <laughs> you, you had a very traumatic yeah. childhood. I do. I
2: did. Wow. Don't get me started. Again. Thing is, yeah, so, I can imagine that plucking a goose
1: would
5: be very is. much like plucking a duck because they've got those extra layers of down yeah, feathers and stuff.
0: But I don't think because it's so big, like a free-range duck, like a duck, a, a, a commercial duck is pretty lean in terms of meat but free-range duck is even
4: more so yeah. forgive my ignorance what's the process of like plucking a plucking like duck do you I literally do you just neck it and you, pluck it
5: you can yeah. do a dry or a wet pluck and so what's best um it depends on the stage of the bird. with ducks i found a wet pluck was better <laughs> <laughs> so you put them into this is my experience i don't know about yours but you you have like a tub of boiling water yeah. And you just dunk them in. They're and they kind this of. Point
3: out that- yes, yes. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> so they what, are, you, you just cut, it, cut
5: the head off. Force yes. Yeah. Yes. Cut the head mouth. off, let them bleed. Mm. And then, yeah, you can dunk them into a, water. a big vat of boiling water, which,
4: which firms the skin.
5: And then also opens up the. So <laughs> na- <then, laughs>
0: I never mm. wet plus only because, you know, in the same way they do everything. So I just free heaps of whatever I can. And um, it would have been around the time the cook and the chef was very popular. And Maggie Beer is massive on cold plucking because she yeah. reckons if you want pluck- oh, wet pluck, you render out the fat underneath yeah. the skin. And so, you know, it's just like it. you spend all this time feeding the bird I just try and get fat into it and yeah. then you stick it in hot water
4: and you lose half your fat so we should probably know kind of
5: and it. also yeah. there's that whole food safety issue if you kind yeah. of, you need to have your ice bath there to cool it down straight away as well yeah. Once it's you not plucked the bird's hot huh? no but you know we're pretty hot and cold <laughs>
3: so does it take it's longer like to pluck it cold, cold? <laughs> It's hard. it's,
0: harder. it's a lot harder
3: yeah Oh. The, How would they do uh, them commercially, though? They'd stick them to it. They a, wouldn't do it by hand. Uh,
0: well, kind of. the, the, um, well, they basically put them in a washing machine. Mm. Oh. And it that's spins them out. Right? It gets
2: and most many. of them out.
0: Well, oh. when I went when I did my permanent culture design course, um, we went up to a place in the Sunshine Coast Himalayan and he had an old twin tub washing machine and he got the barrel of the um, spin dryer and put, like, little rubber fingers... Through the holes that, that sort where, of. Where
2: do you go to get rubber
0: fingers? I are you made them fucking up. serious? Yeah. And then That's he, bizarre. And then he put his chickens in there and put yeah, spin no, on, and it would basically rub the feathers off.
4: <laughs> so it's like a whole bunch of rubber wangs, like plucking the duck off. Yeah,
0: small ones. That's bizarre. Asian wangs. Do, do sort
2: of I need to remind people of we are
0: on it. <laughs>
5: Okay.
4: Someone had to. It was either going to be me or Sally.
5: <laughs> God, it was this is why Sean doesn't come <laughs> no. along with we should. We should
0: to this He should. Sean doesn't think so. He's shy. Um, it was, he like, was like a gated permaculture.
3: He's still really
2: because um, I've been at too It's not just those, yeah. the small <laughs>
4: <laughs> You sound really disappointed.
5: <laughs> How do we get from plucking to... <laughs>
0: Um, so yeah, they were we um, <laughs> <laughs> What do you call them? They ran chook tractors. They had these communal fields, and they ran chook tractors that everyone in the community owned. And then every week, everyone would get a chicken. So cool. awesome! One, you get one free-range chook every week on on a Sunday night or a few us. Oh, that's fabulous.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be perfect. You didn't
0: have to do it Let's do that. I can't remember exactly where that place was, but it was pretty cool. Oh, so so cool. Somewhere up in the, some bunch
3: of hippies up on the coast. God, we should do that. Can you do that? You'd be good. You can be the farmer, and then you can just deliver it to us. <laughs> 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 Shirley's kind of doing that already. Isn't yeah, she is.
2: Yeah, <laughs> is. yeah, I've got one in my freezer that's up. got still got feathers in it. Yeah, are good chickens. Mm.
1: How, did,
5: how did you go with the roosters? T- Speaking of little rubble, yeah, they're birds, good. Isn't like, we can talk about
4: they, they, roosters? They, well, I didn't get any kind of, hams.
3: From them Shirley.
5: Terms,
3: no. Well, you didn't.
4: No, I was really disappointed.
3: How do I cook that chalk in the oven?
4: What do you mean? You oh, should,
5: I, should I? just roast it? Low and slow. Mm.
1: I mean, I'm um, all about
4: brining these days. It's all about brining yeah. the chicken. Is that just yeah, bullshit, really, though? No, it's yeah. true. Really? It's really true. Yeah.
2: So I need to start the day before.
4: Yeah, Why don't you hard? inject let's it just... with
2: some stuff?
4: No, that's hard. What, like a donut. No. Um, <laughs>
3: <laughs> and I was thinking more like starchy or something. No, I
2: don't <laughs> want to do anything like that with it. I just want to have a nice roast
4: it. Then. It's prime. It's really nice. It's prime. And just keep mm. your brine simple. Just like black pepper and allspice or something. And that's it.
0: Yum. All I'm I'm sure. all yeah. All of I'll show you Yeah, but prime
4: great. You chicken see. Because I've got one of those. One of my. Um,
0: Suppliers. I was just chatting to him one day, and he's. I wanted a little, just you know, a little hot box smoker. I just wanted to do like chicken thighs and sausages and stuff like that. Hot smoking. And he's because I've got my own home-built cold smoker, but I want to do hot and He's like, oh, I've got one of those American. They're like a like basically like a tube, and you put the charcoal down the bottom, and then it's got water, and it slow cooks, mm-hmm. slow smokes, and cooks at the same time. And he said, Oh, I've got one out the back. And you just have it. So I took that home and I'll, I've done the buttermilk, brine chicken and that a few times, put it on in the morning, let it cook all day. Mm. Come home, it's very nice. Yeah. How, what would you been cook all day? It cooks very, very slowly, because it's got water in it. So it's sort of, I don't know, it's very low temperature. one. one two, I
4: wasn't paying attention. What are you cooking it in, sorry?
0: Um, <laughs> it's
4: it's. I was like, reading a message, sorry.
0: It's just like a, an, a it's an American style smoker. Though. Oh right, cool, like, yeah. You know, like it's got the chuck On the bottom, and then it's got a water pan, yeah. and then the, the meat sort of sits on the top, and it just it's, it stays warm. It doesn't actually get really hot. Like it's never too hot. Oh yeah, good. Yeah, really good. How many hours? Like twelve. Um, like if I do brisket, I do eighteen. Yeah, with chicken. Mm-hmm. Chicken just in just yeah ten hours. Just you know, kind of chicken so it's just falling apart, nice and smoky.
2: Mm, yeah.
0: So yeah, thing. but your I still reckon your the roast chicken with your lemon and egg sauce is still the best best roast chicken I've. What? Oh.
5: What is this? Where's that recipe? Why are you cooking that? <laughs> <laughs> I <didn't see> mom. <laughs> <laughs> are mom. you? <laughs>
0: It's
3: the best it's the best
5: cooking
0: trick I've ever
3: liked. Actually, I think I read Come on, share. No, it was an Italian Migrant thing. You know how the meat? Italians yeah. they thicken up sauce with egg yolks? And it was where I thicken up the chicken juices with capers and anchovies and egg yolk and lemon. And you pour it on your chicken. Thicken it with egg yolks. Can you remember
4: like? the French sound for that? No, what is it? The egg
3: what does it look what like? Is it a Leonese or something?
0: Liaison. The, the gravy? gravy on the it just looks like the gravy. It's
3: just say so Liaison. Yeah. Anyway, it's one of those things you can't be, bothered, be you. bothered making gravy, you me. What just, does it look like though? It sounds like it'd look bad. Um,
0: no. It's not like gravy. It just looks. Yeah, Mine always you said, looks a bit yellowy. You've got you to gotta make sure you don't have too much liquid. If it's too, if it's too wet, the egg doesn't sort of thicken it.
4: Yeah, it's pretty old school.
3: It was because – I'll tell you why I started doing it, I think. Because – and also, you know the Greeks, how they make the proper dolmates? And they make the sauce. You make the sauce with the yolks and the lemon. That's how it started as well because I had that sauce left over and I put the chicken in it. But Mm. I think I got it from it. I don't know.
5: You're winged it.
3: Don't know. I actually remember reading about something like that in the Margaret
5: Fulton book that I was reading – Like Uh, a creative cookery (laughs) course or something
3: (laughs) like that would have been something she was. Julia, you've been very
5: quiet. Mm -hmm. I'm listening. Did you see that? Cooking
2: birds. Did you see that thing I posted from from um, the New York Times about Julia Child Mm. today? Yes. How every Thanksgiving, people that she'd invited over would say, "You need to take your number out of the phone book because." The phone would ring all day, said Cheryl Julia, now the food editor for the Boston Globe, who celebrated Thanksgiving dinner in the Child's home in 1976 and 1977. Every time she hung up, it would ring again, and it would be another total stranger with a turkey problem. No matter how busy, Mrs <laughs> Child would hand off whatever kitchen task she was doing, take the phone and talk the nervous cook down from the ledge. This could be nerve-wracking for guests, Miss Julian said, who sometimes choked under the pressure of whisking a vinaigrette for, or, or topping and tailing <laughs> green beans for the author of Mastering the Art of French Cooking. but Mrs Child refused to unlist her number or turn off the phone instead, she embraced the role of National Thanksgiving Commander-in-Chief. Whatever they seemed to be doing, seemed to be saying, she usually just told the callers not to worry, Miss Julian said. I even heard her tell people that turkey wasn't meant to be served hot. She just wanted them to
3: relax. <laughs>
0: Imagine her on the Twitter age. she spent all the time
3: on Twitter answering <laughs> mm, questions. Yeah. Don't you about that woman that um, I'm in this business group on something. Anyway, one of the women has bought Julia Child's house in France. What? So wow. I said, can I come and cook there? She goes, yes. Come on over. We're no. renting it out for cooking. Can I come? Yeah, let's just go. Stand in her kitchen, drink wine.
0: Awesome. Cook some Something,
3: something <laughs> from her book, yeah. Julia Child's Food Tour. <laughs> ah.
0: Well, unlike your love of um, reality cooking shows. Oh,
3: let's talk about MKR. Is anyone watching it? Uh,
0: no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
3: talking I thought it was even
5: so on. Better things to do. Oh. X Files started on the weekend. I was
3: caught
0: up with that. Well, you you that. don't do it as much now, so One of my favourite things oh. used to be oh. was to watch you live tweet reality <laughs> cooking
1: shows. <laughs> yeah, just I don't
0: do it. So I've never watched a show, <laughs> but I just watch you sledge. like
2: the definition of being up in arms.
0: Yeah. Sledge the hell out of someone on a cooking show. Yeah,
3: well, yeah. they've <laughs> like me. You well, I mean, I quite liked you. Oh, thanks. Because you're a bit of a rocker. It kind of looked, you know, there are fuckwits on those shows <laughs> that you can't help but hate. Yeah. And then they're the ones that kind of sit, and then there's one that you're really rooting for. Oh, so I probably was rooting for you actually because oh, you're good. from Brisbane, thankfully. But, and last night there was a gorgeous couple on MKR who I'm rooting for them too. They're young. They're only like 18 and 20 they're brother and sister and they did this really cool thing. They smoked their venison and wrapped it in coal fat and did all this really cool stuff. And then they've got this stupid bitch that's the lawyer who we know is not going to be able to cook. But, you know, oh, yes, I'm she's watching the going. with this chick. So disgusting. And they made this uh, Black Forest cake thing, which, you know, is quite technical. They had to do bloody mousse and sponge and jelly and tempered chocolate and they made ice. I mean, I don't know why they do all this shit. Seriously, you got three hours. Don't make a dessert with eight elements. Why do they do that? Producers you don't know what they're
4: doing.
2: And
3: producers.
4: Um, yeah, true. Anyway, that's, oh, yeah, that's television. a great
3: Because mm, it's yeah. not going to work. Yeah.
5: yeah. Do you think that would be too simple? Maybe you should do something else. Oh, what if we
3: do this? Is that what they say to you? Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a total mind game. It's that's what I've always wanted to know. Like when they go, oh, here's your ingredients, go. Like do you know what they are? Have you had time to sort out a recipe? I can't imagine all those people sitting there that have never cooked all of a sudden coming up with these recipes. Like, um, well, Are you at home with recipe book in your house looking? Like what happened? No. So,
5: well, I don't know what's <laughs> happened on subsequent series because it's different all the time, but with us. If we saw, if we had a mystery box, us picking up and thing was like holy shit. That was legitimate. And did
3: they give you like ten minutes to get your thoughts together, or no. you just had to go for it?
5: There was even a point where, so because they have all their filming obligations, you know about this stuff now, You're as much as you. <laughs> but you know they need to get close-ups and wide angles and this and that and everything else. So you know they'll go, okay, we want you to pretend to lift the box so we can so you can like they can get. The whole, that whole shot, and but don't lift the box. If you lift the box, there's going to be consequences. There probably never are, but no one was, like, going to, yeah. you know, test the authority. And so then as – and the challenges are always to time. So it's if they say 45 minutes, it's a real 45-minute challenge. Oh. Um, but, yeah, so for us, Mystery boxes, all of those challenges, pantry challenges and all that sort of stuff, it was all – for us, it was all real. Obviously, behind the scenes, they've orchestrated things to encourage people to move in a certain direction or talk about something in particular or Mm. that sort of thing. But, no, there was never any time to come up with recipes. And you all sit
3: at home in the house chatting about food and what you're going to cook the next day or what Who's,
5: um, you don't really talk about what do. you're going to cook the next day because you never know what they're going to do know, to you. No, I know, but, but you're stupid if you kind of waste your day just watching television or something like that. I mean, you've got, uh, for me, it was six months. I was filming for six months. Six months? Yeah, our, our season went for a nine month filming season so I was filming for six months and it's you live in a food bubble and it's great like I never do it again but I loved it while I was there because I just got to read about food cook food talk about food what
3: do you eat in the house
5: anything we want I put on 10 kilos
3: how do you six months what did you do before you went in
5: Uh, I ran my parents' business for them.
3: But how do you get the food? And was that a mechanical business? Yeah. Oh, I remember. How do you get – do you write a shopping list or –
5: They give us staples every week, but if we asked for something, then they would get it for us. We had eight freezers upstairs that were just full of food, Um, like in our garage, so just full of – would just stay in
0: a big house.
5: Yeah, we stayed in this beautiful mansion, um, Darling Point. Yeah.
0: So what do you do for
5: exercise if they won't let you out of the house? Ours was a a three-storey house, and it had an elevator, but you could actually just use the stairs. So we used to set up little um, training circuits on each floor of the house. Initially, we were allowed to go out into the cul-de-sac where we lived, but after about week three, the paparazzi were hiding out. In our neighbours' front yards and in, <laughs> right? yeah, it was crazy because they wanted to see who was in and who was out and what was going on. Um, so then we had to keep the garage door shut. We actually had all the gym equipment from The Biggest Loser in our house, which is really funny because we often joke that. We often joked that we needed to go straight from MasterChef onto The Biggest Loser.
0: Actually,
5: they would probably make a great crossover show. Starting next week, yeah. As we get eliminated, we go into The Biggest Loser. I think that'd be brilliant. Um, Seven days. Initially, yes, but as the numbers got less, then it would be film a challenge and then the next day we would do our interviews so you know the little cross sections so we do go the to day after. yeah no, so that's no. often done the day after um so it took roughly two weeks to film a week
3: oh no one had there for six months yeah.
5: and then and, the camera crew and, and audio guys and all that they need their allocated time off so then there's breaks for them to actually have because of their working conditions and stuff like that Pretty tight, right? you know? Yeah, it is.
0: The, the thing I did a um, a little video to uh, audition video for River Cottage, and my mate who's a professional media guy, he just came and shot a whole heap of stuff and edited it together. And he was telling me about the processes they use on shows like that. Where he said probably not so much master because it's a little bit more tightly controlled. They want to get from A to B, but. It's, it's, say something like River Cottage where they'll, just, he said they'll go out and shoot, they might have an idea, a rough idea, they'll go out and shoot a ton of footage and then the editor will sit down and he said a lot of the times the editor will watch the footage and go, well the story's not actually what we went out and shoot, it's actually this, let's mm. go this way and then they cut it all into the narrative that they want to talk, yeah. um, which I found really interesting. I sort of thought they went out with you know almost like a script, but he's like no, nah, it just never works that way, it just sounds too... Mm. Too scripted if you, if you mm-hmm. go down that path too much, which is I think is what they actually have done yeah. with the Australian Republic. Yeah, it's such
5: a uh, I think reality TV, what I've experienced of it is a little bit more manipulative. Um, they manipulate the way you think and the way you act through your environment to make you
0: head down
3: Let's say path. that before... Someone asked me to audition for that Iron Chef, right? And they came over and I'll never forget it because I had to do eggs and I've been cooking <laughs> with Frank Cora, so I didn't use egg custard in an egg. It was really good. But th- I because I was from so the myself. country, they wanted me to play the country hick. Well, I can't be country <laughs> hick. <laughs> mm. Yeah, no, that's your role. I said, nah, it's not my role. <laughs> I can't be country hick. Don't be stupid. You just swear like you do
0: on the podcast all the time. Not well, as sometimes I do
3: think of you as a country. Here. Shut up! <laughs> I will be next week.
0: <laughs> did it? Did it improve your cooking? Oh you
3: yeah,
5: definitely. Because um, all you do is you cook for
3: you know. How you know how they all go there, and in the first week, there's quite obviously three people that can cook, and the rest can't, right? <laughs> <rush. laughs> for the very first shot. Which for you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, but there's always one or two that are really quite clever and, and the rest are not very – is that obvious in the house? Does I everyone, think the rest of them it, can
2: probably cook. They just um, can't deal with the pressure of the – Yeah. Some of them can't
3: cook. No. But
5: also, yeah. do, they, do they look at ones that they know for, they're not going to
4: do well for the ratings and they
5: call oh, on and yes. push them out? Yeah. And I say to people all the time that had I had my time over, I would have been a hell of a lot more controversial. Like just because the opportunities that the show gives you, not outside of the show but inside the show, to meet chefs and I had masterclasses with amazing chefs and, you know, I got to spend a night working alongside Thomas Keller and Anthony Adritz and Heston Blumenthal, like all in one night. There's no way as a professional chef
3: that I would get that experience. That's what used to shit me. As a chef, well, I used to go yes. some motherfuckers go on TV and then all of a sudden, there's amazing opportunities.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah, And the, the chef has to be reasonably nice to because they're
3: on TV. I disagree
4: with you for that, though, Sonny. Like, if you want those opportunities, just go and take them. Yeah, like, no, what's stopping no, you from making a phone call.
3: Well, I know. You're probably yeah. better positioned...
4: Because the, once okay. you leave that show and you ring um, up, you kind of tarnish with that brush. And it's yes. It's like I she was just selling a past shit. Well, I had
3: that experience. But where is if some random just ringing up? get
4: me. Oh, my God. I, they're the best yeah. ones. I'll bring them in straight away. If someone rings me, like, if I'm not advertising and they ring and they say, I really want to come work there, straight away, i go, awesome, come in, try mm. see what you think. Because they're the best ones because the ones who've got the guts and the nuts to do that, they're yeah. the ones that you should have in the kitchen
5: because
4: mm. they want to be there. They don't I just want to get paid.
5: I spent yeah. a year after I came off the show working – doing stages in sydney restaurants yeah because um, i I'd, I'd met a lot of chefs or their pas and stuff like from the show so the contact was there but going into those kitchens i spent three months at key and it was terrifying and not horrible because i learn a lot but the chefs there i i, I think i got away with two days before they knew or well, before they found out that i was from master chef and after that it was horrible
0: yeah, right. That they
5: just want to drag it down. Yeah, and it. it and it is like
4: that, yeah. and it's. I know other people from other places that have had contestants come in after they've left the show, and it's been the same scenario. Mm.
5: So it's
0: like not not even willing to see what they've got? Mm. It's just like you've been on Master Chef; you
4: can get. The, and they just put them straight in a box. Yeah. yeah, that they'll they'll
0: don't actually kind of
4: project the you. attitude that they think that you're mm. going to have on you. Yeah.
5: The one chef i worked with or no sorry the one group of restaurants i worked with that did not do that to me was neil perry's group his chefs the uh, no sorry the head chefs (laughs) the other chefs in the kitchen different matter (laughs) but um and working at rockpool when it was back on george street with phil wood was he was one of the most generous people i've ever met in terms of giving his time and um yeah, it, it, so I think it depends on the culture of the kitchen as well. But it's not a, it's not a benefit when it's come off the show. It's a okay elbows out and get ready to rumble. <laughs>
3: but it's a little bit like that for anyone. I used to find a lot of the time in the kitchen, and this is and I'm not feminist in the kitchen. But being a chick going to kitchens, you used to have to fight mm-hmm. of you do. to make get your place. And so it's a bit the same. And you know what? You just wouldn't let them push you around. You'd hang in there. You'd work until bloody three in the morning. You'd be back there at bloody crack of dawn before yeah. everyone got there. You'd make sure you're the first one to get there, mm-hmm. last one to leave. And you had to do your time. Yeah. But the shit
5: thing about that is the the chefs that I cop the most shit from in kitchens were always the chicks. The women because yeah. you were cause cause were a bunch of coming mall. across.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this
3: is true. This is true because we've all been through that. So it's like you think you yeah. can fucking come in here and do that? No way, sister. Well, it's you it's, like, it's, the,
0: it's, the, it's the, the weird thing in every industry. Like Vanessa works in a research industry that does research on working practices and what actually works in working practices, and then she gets called into meetings going, you are not working enough hours." you need to be doing extra hours and it's like you guys actually do the (laughs) studies that show that that's that's counterproductive Mm. you do them yourself but it's still that well I did it so you have to do it you know why should you get away with working non-60 hour weeks sort of thing we
5: like that
4: the thing is I reckon that mentality's just you can't even do that anymore because they just aren't any jobs. Just like, yeah, yeah. they
3: won't there.
4: put you're up.
5: Much, you
0: if you
3: turn up, up we'll just so love it. <laughs> 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 just turn up. We don't care.
0: So it's worse you, than you, the story. There would be there would be guys that don't want to work sixty hours and still with jobs. Surely, like they're yeah, not.
4: but you just it's just impossible because mm. you have to. do That's what's required it's the industry. to get the job done because you can't. I, c- I can't put my prices up by like 20% so that I can have more chefs and they work 38 hour a week because yeah. the customer's not going to buy it.
0: Because mm.
4: you're, just, just you're, not, you're not
0: paying about the hour, uh, you're paying a bought the chef, sort of thing.
4: So, so. Yeah, everyone goes not sell it, Yeah, if you paint by well, yeah, the hour, you'd be broke in five minutes. Yeah, right.
5: I think as well. This is a whole other topic, but apprentices that are coming through just don't have a realistic expectation of what they're going to come that's across. That's just
2: a generation. That's not yeah, industry specific. It's, it's still not a yeah, yeah. But,
5: but they're that's not kids today. But they have mm. they have chefs that have worked in the industry for forty odd um, years teaching them, and they're not teaching them realistic. I don't know we have apprentices come in and they think it's going to be a eight hour day with a half hour break and they oh, still want their cigarette breaks and all this sort of stuff and it's like mate if you've not finished your prep you're not going anywhere
2: I <laughs> you know, really just do think that honestly teaching kids in journalism degrees compared it's not that long ago when I did mine you, you know you wanted to do print you wanted to do broadcast they come in they've never worked a day in their life what do you want to do oh, I'm going to build a, an online profile I'm going they're going to be they think they're going to be celebrities they've got yeah. they've got no idea about what
0: well there was the big thing in the um, the big report that came out of the states recently about that Instagram and Facebook and uh, sorry Instagram and YouTube and Vine celebrities that are huge celebrities and get invited to things like award nights but have to work three waitressing jobs to earn money because none of that stuff earns them very much money. So they're big celebrities, but they're broke. And they and they're living in their parents' garage or something like that. So they've got the celebrity, but they haven't got all the stuff that they thought would come with it. Mm. Because there's just there's heaps of people and there's so much media out there that anyone can can get a niche, but it's getting a niche that pays you is the is the hard thing. I
5: think you can have that social profile. <laughs> <laughs> But you can have that social media profile that gives you that celebrity status, but unless you have business skills to transform that into something no, no, no. else, well it's, it's
2: going to automatically yeah. become some kind of magical job. Mm.
4: That's not sustainable, and that's going to crash in the future. And that's a big worry, isn't it? There'll be
2: a whole Be a whole bunch of chefs.
4: Perfect. <laughs> Jaded ones, the best ones.
0: It was funny, was a lot. I really like cooking. Someone said to me when I was running the pubs, I was like, oh, why do you need to become a chef? And I was at this stage, I was working sort of 70 to 90 hour weeks running pubs. And they were like, why do you become a chef? And I was like, well, I didn't want to work weekends. I didn't want to work long hours. I didn't want to work nights. No. I was like, yeah. And
4: that didn't really work out the way I wanted it. <laughs> More to put, you cook better food when you're relaxing, you're not doing it professionally anyway. Yeah, that's the thing. I cooked better food before, you know, when I was in downtown, or whatever, you just do. it Mm. The stress of the job. What do you, you, <laughs> you cook at home? What do
3: you cook what you for some
5: better?
4: <laughs> I cook a bit. I cook pasta at home. I like pasta as my wife. She's I um cook pasta for uh, I've got a fifteen
0: year old hand cranked pasta machine yeah. which is on its last legs and, yeah, cooking pasta for eight
3: people last night I this is the last time why would you do that on a hot day like that because <laughs> I, I love pasta
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. I love cooking pasta it's really yeah. it is the best
2: in but summer,
4: I'm,
2: I'm getting motorised eh? in summer? yeah hey, what do you mean, in what you mean in summer? I'm just very all I want to eat at the moment is ceviche it's just yeah well
4: there's a special place for ceviche in the summer isn't there I, I just
2: can't eat I mean I don't want to I can I do but at home I cannot be bothered putting any heat, any source of heat on or getting all heated up. A Do
4: you make a good ceviche?
2: Yeah. I'm
4: um, shit at ceviche.
2: But it's easy. You yeah, say that, but I just seem to
4: fuck it ceviche. up. I don't know. I'm <laughs> really shit it's so it, it's never great. It. It's never great. When what do you mean? Good?
2: What's wrong with it? Yeah. Well,
4: it's, just, it's always the texture's off or it's not... Too long. Yeah, I don't know. It's
2: too long. Yeah. Not good it. Just quick. Too long. <laughs> just had the stuff on there for too long. <laughs> the texture's wrong.
4: I'm this crap at ceviche. How long do you
2: leave the juice on?
4: Maybe it might be pretty good. I don't know. It depends on the fish or what it is or what I'm trying mm. to ceviche. Like the...
2: snapper.
5: It's not that then. So it's not that then.
4: I'm oh, shooting fish. I'm just grabbing it. But
5: you tear it up with your teeth because that's what To, to, have, too?
0: Right? <laughs> to <laughs> eat that, you got to have access to good fish. That's yeah, so
3: we all have. Plenty of good Dunt fish Dunt around. Nice mm-hmm. fish. Go see Kel. Darton
2: Park.
4: He's the best.
2: Where do you fish? get kale. your fish from, Kel? Kel. Oh, I love Kel. No. He's a legend.
3: Mm. I love have you always mess. gone to Kel, or are yeah. you a newcomer? Are you a newbie? A uh,
4: relative newbie, six months-ish.
2: Ah, I love the smell of it. It reminds me of like the one of the very few good things of my childhood. You <sighs> should get Kel on the show.
3: Should, Who is Kel? A, okay, I'm gonna fishmonger, right? Dumped heart oh. fish kitchen, okay. Now and he's really go good. He just out. gets amazing fish. He only gets sustainable fish. He's really, really particular about it. He's a fisherman. Yeah, and, and he used to own to with it with another mate that was a fisherman. He gets
4: the shits when he gets fish that he doesn't like. Like you go in there and he'd be in a foul mood <laughs> because you, you couldn't get anything or really it, good at the market. Or right? it
2: just won't. if just cool. won't be any oysters. Because he
4: won't get... Well, I heard today, just now I was on the phone before, that they've just detected the herpes simplex virus in the oysters in Tasmania.
5: I was reading about this.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Like two days ago. It's Mm. big news about break, so...
0: So what's that? Just wipe them out?
4: Well, that's what wiped out the industry in France.
2: (sighs) No. Yeah, in
4: Tassie, so big That is tragedy.
3: Fuck.
4: And this is, I was talking to Steve Folletti from Moonlight Flat, Mm. and he was the one that was saying... Where is it? like flat? Uh I mean like flat.
3: Yeah, flat. Instead
4: flat.
5: <laughs> <laughs> do we need another bottle of water? Oh, no, come on, are
3: we? Come on, are we? We are talking about
4: it, oysters. We love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, It's the only reason I come in here and I hope that you're going to say something like that. It just makes my day out. They're in Batemans Bay, so coastal oh. from Canberra.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: but he only does rock and so
3: no herpes and gassy.
4: No, well they don't get it. It's only Pacific oil that's susceptible to the same. So, so it the Bruni Island. Bruny Island, no. I think they're they um, Pacific.
0: So will they be able to reseed with a different breed of oil? I don't know. I don't know enough about it,
4: but he seems to think it was a really big deal, and if it breaks out, there. at least
0: knock it back for a while, wouldn't it? Mm.
5: Yeah, I think it was ABC that I was reading the article, like a landline kind of thing, just two days, yeah, not that long ago, like even
3: yesterday.
4: How much more are you guys going to film for? Like, sorry, film, record?
3: Um, yeah, we're wrapping it up. we about down.
4: We just yeah, but, got oh, the yeah, I was about yeah. to go get another bottle of for you.
5: Know, blah, 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 blah. Oh, well, we can keep talking. Oh, All night. Nice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just will be i for a month, so.
5: Oh, nobody
0: likes a Skype beat
5: sir. <laughs> yeah. No, so. Yeah. And on that one
0: there with their thinker.
4: Yeah. Oh, does anyone want to plug anything?
3: Oh. No. no. <laughs> it's good. It's really changed about five times. Since oh, what? Last time. Is that Harvard thing still on there? The in in plant yeah, now, I wanna try that. to we'll know. That sounds
2: really ah. good.
4: It's basically bubble ganache.
1: You know, that was bloody
2: good. We should come back after dinner. Where are we going after dinner? La la bubble. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. No, no, it's, it's good. good. It's, it's good,
5: good. But
2: no. I just, no. It's not
5: so easy. No, where, what, you've got an eating schedule this week already planned? Yeah,
2: uh, I do. Are we off it? Do you know, right? Are we off here? Yeah.
5: Do you